friends, welcome to the Bible Project Podcast. What is the Bible Project? It's a plan to work through the entire Bible, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, over a 10-year period. And you're very welcome to join us, and we're just finishing off part 167 of Genesis and episode 236 overall in the Bible Project podcast. And we've been considering the arrival of Isaac, the child of the promise, and I just today like to summarize and pull together everything we've looked at so far in chapter 21. And in summing up chapter 21, I want to make, I think, what are some important concluding points. I think that when all is said and done, the point of this whole passage is to tell us that when God fulfilled his promise to Abraham, Abraham's proper response was to obey what God had said for him to do, and as a result of that, he and his entire family were blessed. The lesson here hinges on God fulfilling his promises and our response, what we should do when we see that happen in our life. That's the lesson we can learn when we see what happened in Abraham's life. But this main overarching truth, I think, has three aspects to it. And I'd like to just conclude today this chapter 21 summary by summarising those for you. Firstly, I'd like to say that God fulfills his promises. That is sure and certain. He may delay it. It may not be in the time frame that we wanted, but he will always fulfil the promises that he makes. God also made a promise to us that anyone who believes in Jesus Christ is given the gift of eternal life. And that's a promise that we can rely on absolutely because we know always God is as good as his word. The second promise contained within that is he also promises to answer our prayers. But this promise needs qualifying for a moment. Under certain conditions, if we ask, And our prayers are according to his will. And if we're trusting in him, then he will indeed answer our prayers. God, again, is always as good as his promise. But it is on these, this situation, this is where delays may come in. The delay might be for us that we've prayed for something for years and years and years. And we've not seen it answered, or should I say not seen it answered yet. But the call on us is to remain obedient, to keep praying, And I think part of the purpose of what passage is meant to teach us is to do just that, to keep praying and remain faithful in the promises of God. God may delay. He may not do things in the time frame that we would hope, but he always gets rounds to answering and doing what his will, exactly like he says he would do. But let me give you a third possible learning opportunity that is available to us from within this passage. And this one, friends, is probably the hardest of the three to take on board. Maybe it's easy enough to take it on board theologically, if you like, an awful lot harder to take it to take it on board practically anyway. It is true that God said he keeps his promises and that he answers our prayers. But it also says that all things work together for good for those who love God and are called according to his purposes. Now, that's the tough part. That underpins all this. Does it really say that? Does it really mean that all things can work for good? All of the situations in our lives, those things that we don't understand, those things that we don't even understand why God has allowed them to happen. Yet the Bible tells us clearly in Romans that all things work together for good. 
But look very closely at that phraseology. It does not say all things are good. It says all things can work together for good. And that's the point I wish to make today. You may not see the answer to your prayers immediately in your life. In fact, it may take 25 years like it did in the story. The problem is that when we are in points of desperation or we're praying earnestly for things to happen, we want to, we're usually in a hurry to see God act if we're truthful about it. We often don't have the patience to just wait on the faithfulness of God. But God, even during those waiting times, is still doing something. Some would say he's especially doing something when he makes us wait because he's helping us develop spiritual endurance. If God gave us everything we asked for immediately, what would happen then? Well, we'd become spoiled Christians. We would remain emotional babies. We would never spiritually mature. And that is a super important part of this message. Yes, God fulfills his promises. But when you and I bump up against something in life, something that's tough, and God doesn't seem to respond at all or in the way that we hoped, what we tend to do is think, oh my, God's not fulfilling his promises. Things aren't working out how I believe. But it's at that point he will often fulfill another purpose in his life, and that is to teach you endurance. But the actual thing itself may take a very long time, maybe 25 years, like in this example, maybe a lifetime, but we still have to trust in him. And then finally, importantly, when he does fulfill his promise, it's vitally important that we remember to give thanks and to rejoice. Genesis chapter 21 should stand as an encouragement for us that when God does come through to further obedience, great rejoicing, so that when God finally does answer our prayers, that should be our response, no matter how long it's taken. But how about when you've gone through a difficult trial in your family and God finally comes through? That's, of course, a time to rejoice. I shouldn't even have to tell you that that's when we should rejoice. And the Lord in this story has done great things for Abraham, great things for Sarah, even great things for Ishmael and Hagar. And I'm telling you, friends, the Lord has done great things for you and for me. And when we see the Lord work, our appropriate response should always be one of joy and praise, but also a further encouragement to obedience and also to encourage other people by sharing the experience of how God has blessed us by coming through for us, sharing that joy and that experience of God delivering with other people. Suppose you today you're sitting here thinking, I've been praying for a long time and I haven't had an answer yet. Or maybe you're going through a really difficult trial at this point in your life and it doesn't feel that that situation has produced anything good. Well, friends, even now, even today, this passage can remind you that God will fulfill his promises. He's going to do it. And when he does, it's going to be such an encouragement. But in the meantime, you must have faith because by doing so, you will develop faith. Be faithful because God will do what he has said he will do. Okay, there we go. That's it for today. 
We'll be launching off tomorrow, looking at chapter 22, as we crack on with this journey through the Bible. I'd remind you that if you feel you'd like to revisit this and perhaps look at a transcript, the text of what I've said, those transcripts are always available in any audio version of the podcast. The podcasts are hosted on the Buzzsprout podcast website. But if you're watching on video on YouTube or Facebook or some other platform, you will find there's an episode notes page, which there's a link through there into the audio version, whereby in the episode notes of that, you can access the transcript of everything that's been said. There we go. That's it for today. And I hope to see you back here again very soon, maybe tomorrow for you on the Bible Project Daily Podcast. Bye-bye for now.